Hey guys, sorry, Delamont here. This is a recent Facebook Live that we've uploaded as a podcast. Enjoy. When you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there, you need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Welcome, welcome. We are at 9.31, actually, one minute late for a time management webinar, but again, fuck time management, so we can be late. Welcome to those of you who are here in the uh, webinar platform on Zoom, and if you are watching on Facebook, welcome to you as well. I have two announcements before we get going. The first being that, oh my God, y'all, my hair is like actually flat. It's not like sticking up like a... Um, Q-tip. I actually held up a Q-tip the other day to my husband and said, who wore it better? That's what my hair looked like. So that's exciting. Um, and two, apparently if you Google the number one song when you were 22 years old, that is the way your 2022 is going to go. So I did that, do it right now, post it in the comments. And, um, mine was when doves cry. So I have no idea. <laughs> What the heck that's supposed to mean? Christy, I would love to hear what yours is when you find it. So go ahead and post that, whether you're watching in Facebook or here live, just for a little bit of fun this morning, because we're not going to take this seriously, right? January is supposed to be like this serious moment, uh, serious moment, serious month where we get all of our shit together. And let me tell you, today, we're going to blow some of that out of the water. Have you found yours yet, Christy? No, or not yet. Else. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right. Anyone else post it in the chat. I want to hear how your 2022 is going to go according to Facebook that told me to do that this morning. Okay. As you're looking that up, um, Ooh, I got a couple, let me see too close. <laughs> not sure what that means, Laura. We'll see. Um, let's talk about, yeah, by Usher. Awesome. Amy, good to see you. Well, not see you, Amy, but see that you're here. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. First of all, you're going to get at the end a, a little preview of our brand new um, course called Life by Design, Master Time to Live Your Dreams, but that is not going to be the major gist of today. So don't get all worried about it. You know me, I'm not here to like sell you shit. I, I do want to sell you this, but I also want to give you some information for free, which I always do and always have done. So you know that that's how I, I, I ride. All right. So here's what we're going to be covering in today's one hour webinar. Sophia, gangster, gangsta's paradise. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, okay. So the three W's that are holding you back. Yes, you might be surprised about what those things are. We're also going to talk about why your brain is an ally and an asshole. It is. It is. And we're going to talk about the one thing that you need to have your best life ever. All right. So let me open up my notes here and make sure that I'm covering everything I want to cover. Let's talk about what you usually do in January. If you're anything like me in the past, this is what, what we've done in the past. So 
it, we've overindulged for, for a month, right? And so January 1 rolls around. We think this is some magical time. And suddenly we're like having to rein it all in, right? So now comes the like crazy ass schedules and the diets and the, you know, all the things, sober January. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with wanting to make change in your life. So I want to, I want to be really clear, you know, here at From Hostage to Hero, we are all about creating change in your life. We want to, we want to be the best version of ourselves and have the best life possible. But the way that we go about this is really screwed up y'all. And we're going to talk about why that is today. So when it comes to time management in January, we think, okay, this year I'm finally going to get organized for once. And here's what I want to, to point out as to why we do that. Let me see here. Let me go back. You think something's wrong with you. I mean, if we really strip it down to its basic gist, you think something's wrong with you. This is where the constant cycle of of self-help and self-improvement and all of the things comes from this belief that there is something wrong with you. So I want to start out today's webinar and say, there is nothing wrong with you. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to prove it in today's webinar. All right. I'm going to prove to you that there's nothing wrong with you because this belief that there's something wrong with you and that you, you constantly need to be fixing yourself is totally fucking with you. And I want you to stop that now, today. I'm going to show you how to do that today. You know, it's funny. I was working with a client yesterday and this particular client has this belief that, you know, he can never focus and there's something wrong with him. And, you know, all the things that we all, we all, we all talk about. And I said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to push back on this belief that you can never focus because I, when it comes to trial and trial prep, for example, that's just where you love to play. And do you have problems focusing there? And he said, no, I am just like on it for like weeks when I prepare for trial and I'm in trial, I'm totally focused. And I said, so, so this is some bullshit message that your saboteur has, have you believe that you're not focused? What if, what if you just are not good at organizing? I mean, where did you get the idea? And I'm asking you this too, that it somehow means that we all have to be organized or we all have to be good at the same things. Maybe organization isn't your thing. Maybe you like to focus where you like to focus and you don't have to be focused everywhere at all times. I mean, he came into the session saying, I'm just bored. I'm bored. And I'm like, well, let's talk about it. What's, you know, what's going on? Well, I had to sit in this two hour meeting. I'm like, why are you sitting in a two hour meeting? Well, that's, you know, that's what, that's what um, an owner of a law firm does. I'm like, mm, they don't have to, you get to decide that shit. Of course you're bored. Stop, stop being in the two-hour meetings. So we're going to talk about where you have some choice here. But the, the point is, is that we get all these messages of what our life should look like and all the things we should be focused on. And we should, we should be doing everything perfectly. And it's just not possible. And it's definitely going to screw with you. So let's look at, first off, why you want to be better at time management. 
because we all want to be better at time management, but, but I don't know that we actually recognize why that is, right? So we tend to think, well, it's because I want to stop feeling overwhelmed all the time, or it's because I finally want to write the book that I've been putting off for years, or it's because, you know, I finally want to start training for the marathon or see my kids more. And here's what I want you to, to think about. None of those things that I mentioned, and you probably have all kinds of other reasons why you want to manage your time, but none of those things have anything to do with time management. Not really. Let me say that again. All of the things that I just mentioned, plus the things you can think of, of why you want to manage your time, really don't have anything to do with time management. Here's what it has to do with. Um, this belief that you believe that time is just for doing things. Time isn't just for doing things. It's not just to get things done. But when you think that way, it's going to cause you all sorts of problems. Let me ask you this question. Are you enjoying your life? Just gut check right now. Are you enjoying your life? Now, when I ask you that question, if you say no or kind of, it's probably due to one of these things. So you're thinking things like this. I just need to get through today or this week or this month or this year, right? This is a common one with me. See which one would re resonates with you. This is your symptom of time dysfunction because most people have a dysfunctional relationship with time, which is the actual problem, not the, the amount of time. So I just need to get through this day or this week or this month. If you've said that before, or you're saying that now, when I say, do you enjoy your life? This is one of the, probably one of the things you're thinking. Or you'll think things like, I have to work hard now so I can enjoy life later. Right. So you might be thinking things like, I have to do things that I don't want to do. So let me just put some of this into context for you and, and stay with me because you're not going to believe the things that I'm about to tell you. <laughs> so the first thing is if you do not have a life right now that you want to jump out of bed in the morning to get to, because it is so damn exciting and fun, time isn't your problem, okay? If you are, are waiting to enjoy life later, later is never guaranteed and time is not your problem. It just isn't. Because here's the thing, when we are waiting, nothing is guaranteed. I am a perfect example of that, right? I was just going along in my life. And I mean, those of you who are new to me are wondering probably why my hair looks the way that it does. Uh, when New Year's Eve last year, not 2021, but 2020, I get a diagnosis of breast cancer and not just breast cancer, like stage three breast cancer. There's only four stages. And a few months later, got a, another diagnosis of thyroid cancer. Literally had no idea that I would be here today with you. And I know if you're like me, you've all heard those stories of people who've gone through the things that, that I've gone through and they've said, live life now, 
don't weigh. And you're like, yeah, yeah. And you go on with your life. Cause I did. I totally did. But if I can be a voice of reason, <laughs> waiting is not going to get you where you want to go. We're going to talk more about that in a minute. And here's the one that I think is going to blow your brain apart. You do not have to do anything you don't want to do. You can live a life of total and complete want to. I do. My husband does. Now, right now, your saboteur is having something to say about that. And if you're new to me, we talk a lot about the saboteur around here. And the saboteur is a voice, a collection of voices. Many people have more than one of things you've learned or, or heard or hardwired, which you're going to talk about in a minute, into your life to keep you safe, right? So the saboteur does not want you to change. And so your saboteur tells you shit constantly to keep you in this position where you don't change anything because change is scary. Again, we're going to talk about in depth in just a minute. And so your saboteur has a lot to say about this. Everybody has things that they have to do. Everybody, you can't live a life of just want to. Want to is selfish. You know, going back to my client that I was working with yesterday, I was like, you need to be doing the things you want to do. And the first thing that came up was that's selfish. Why should I be able to do the things I want to do when, you know, the people working underneath me are going to do the things I'm telling them to do? I'm like, because you own the business? Because you put in 40 years? Because you're the owner? You're the one taking on the financial responsibility? You get to do whatever the fuck you want to do. And so do you. Absolutely you do. All right. So the reason time management doesn't work is because time isn't your problem. Time isn't your problem. And when we think about time, we think of things, we, we think of the, the word enough. You know, we don't have enough time. In fact, that word enough is we it's like the two the two things we don't have enough time and we have too much to do so we don't have enough of something and too many things to do and we try to bring those th two things together and so that's why so many of you are buying the time management programs and the books and in January you're trying the new things and then you're beating yourself up about three weeks later when it doesn't work because you keep trying to focus on time when time is not the problem, just like in From Hostage to Hero, we, we think jurors are the problem. They're the reason why we're not getting the verdicts when jurors are not the problem, right? We keep focusing them as our enemy and we keep focusing on time as our enemy, but time is not our problem. It's this dysfunctional relationship we have with time and really more, more so that this dysfunctional relationship we have with ourselves. Because here's the truth, you cannot manage time. Time just keeps ticking along, doing the things that just, just are there, waiting to be filled. We all have the same amount of it. You can't manage that. What you need to manage is yourself. Now, I do not mean what you think I mean, because most of you here, I just need to manage myself. And you go back into that space of there's something wrong with me. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I'm lazy. I need to work harder. That's the problem. Hail to the fucking no. That is not what I am talking about when I talk about managing yourself. Now, we're going to talk about that in depth in just a minute, but let me give you the three W's of what's holding you back. So the first one is want. The number one reason why you're, you're struggling in your life with, with time 
is because you don't know what you want or you don't think you can have it. Oftentimes uh, people always say, or, or when I'm talking about coaching, you know, the scariest question to ask in coaching is what do you want? Because people freak the hell out when I ask them that. I'm not kidding you. When I ask that, in, it's almost always the first question in my, in my first um, session with clients, what do you want? They, they have a visceral reaction for one of these two reasons that I just said. One, because they're like, uh, like they've never thought about it. <laughs> like really, they really haven't thought about, like if you could have anything you wanted, what would it be? And two, if they have thought about it, they're like, I can't have that. There's just no way I can have that. So your inability to, to want and to believe that you can have what you want is a huge piece of what's holding you back. Second thing that's holding you back is this idea of waiting. Meaning you know what you want, but you're waiting. You're thinking, I've got, I can have that later if I work hard now. I just recorded a podcast that's coming out Friday, um, which is all about the H2H creed, right? What are the things that we, are, we believe here at H2H, Hostage to Hero, particularly in the crew, that we are working to rewire our brains around. And one of the things in, in, the, in, in the creed, when we're talking about um, of this idea of wanting and, and waiting is that we are believing that we can have the life that we want right now. And we are opting out of hustle culture. Now, hustle culture is the, the belief that things have to be hard, that you have to totally break your back doing all the things now so you can enjoy it later. Well, again, let me remind you, later is never, ever guaranteed. And I'm going to really question and push back on hard work because when we talk about values, a lot of people will come in and they'll say hard work is one of my values. And I'll push back on that <laughs> because here's the thing. Most of my clients have been practicing 20 or 30 years. And I would, I would agree that probably when you start as a baby lawyer, there's a lot of hard work that has to go into that. The problem is, is that after you've been doing it 10, 20, 30 years, you still have the same habits of, I come in early, I leave late, I work 80 hours when you don't fucking need to. In fact, I have a, 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 a podcast episode, Christy will drop it in uh, both here in Facebook and in, in the webinar on how you need to constrain down to 40 hours a week. Not only is it possible, but it's essential. Again, your brain's gonna have something to say about that. We're gonna talk about your brain in just a minute. Because when you constrain down to 40 hours a week, you get really focused really fast. But when you allow yourself to work 60, 70, 80 hours a week, what you're, what you're saying is, I'll, I'll just, I'll do it on the weekends. I'll do it on the, in the evenings. I'll do all the things because I know that I'm just allowing that time. But if I said you only had 40 hours and, and you're going to like lose your law license if you work beyond that, you'd have to make some decisions real quick. So this idea of waiting, that your life needs to be shit now so it can be awesome later is just ass backwards. Oh my God, stop. Just stop. Don't wait 
You can have what you want and you can have it now. I'm going to talk about how in just a minute. The third reason that, or W, that's holding you back is that maybe you know what you want and you don't want to wait, but you aren't willing to do the things that are required to have the life that you want. Meaning, okay, sorry, I want to work 40 hours a week. I don't want to work more than that. And I, I really would, I just want to be in litigation and I just want to like take depths and, and go to trial and do trial prep. But I can't do that because I have to do the client intakes and I have to do um, the discovery and I have to write the motions and I have to do the briefing and all the things. And the, there's that word have to again. And what I'm going to say to you is, no, you fucking don't. You have to be willing to say no to a lot of shit, to say yes to what you want and to not have to wait to have the life you want. But most y'all are not willing to do that. And here's the thing. When you think time management is the problem, you're going to continually blame time. You're going to say, see, I can't have the life that I want because I don't have enough time. It's just like what I talk about in the book, where when you are so convinced that there is a technique or a method out there that can actually win trial and you continually go around and you go to the CLEs and you buy all the books and you're just looking for the technique, looking for the technique, looking for the technique. And every time one thing doesn't work, you drop that and you go and you look for another technique and that doesn't work. You go for look for another. You know what that does? It allows you to never look at what is actually going on right? It, it never makes you focus on you because you can say, well, it was the team technique. I tried the brutal honesty. It didn't work. I tried rules of the road. It didn't work. I tried from hostage hero. It didn't work. And you just keep going. And it's a great distraction that your saboteur has you going in going, listen, you'll find it. Just keep swirling. You don't have to do any of that work at looking at yourself and what's holding you back. Just keep swirling. Just keep doing that. That'll be, that's fine. Same thing with time management. When you keep thinking that time is the problem, you're never going to look at what's actually the problem, which is you, you, not that you're a problem. That's not what I mean. You're not broken, but I mean that you are not willing to say no to a hell of a lot more things than you think you need to in order to say yes to what you actually should be doing. So I want you to take a minute. So I'm going to run to the restroom because coffee. And I want you to think which one of these three, just take out your notebook, take out your journal is what's holding me back. Is it that you don't know what you want or you don't think you can have it? Is it that you're waiting and you're, you're um, succumbing to hustle culture and you're like, okay, my life's shit now, but it'll be better later. Or are you not willing to actually say no to the things? I'll be right back. Look away by Chicago. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Now, why do you think you can't have what you want? Why do you, why are you waiting and why are you unwilling? Well, it all comes down to your asshole brain. Yeah, your brain is the problem here, not you. So let's talk about your brain because I love talking about brain science. So your brain is both an ally and an asshole. It's an asshole in that the amygdala, right? So that, that back part of the brain, that is the, uh, whoops, let me go back. That is that emotional or reactionary brain. That's the oldest part of the brain back here near the brainstem. And that's our habit brain. 
right? But then we have the, the ally part of our, our brain, which is the prefrontal cortex, the least, uh, the newest part of the brain, I should say. That's our thinking, thinking and rational brain. Now, here's what you need to understand about your brain. Your brain is wired to keep you safe. That is its number one job is to make sure you stay alive. Now that was super helpful way back when there were saber-toothed tigers and all the things, but now it's not as helpful because it continuously sees things as dangerous and scary. And so then it tells you not to do them. For example, so you, I wanna change something. Brain, change is scary. Let's just keep doing what we've been doing along. You're probably gonna fail, right? That's what your brain does. And so then you go back to your old ways. When you beat yourself up, you stay stuck. And then we think the problem is us when it's really our brain. There is nothing wrong with you. I'm gonna say that again. Your brain is literally wired to keep things the same. That's why it tells you you can't have what you want. That's why it tells you you need to wait. That's why it tells you don't say no to people because you know they're gonna get upset, all the things. It's your brain, it's how it's wired. It's wired for danger, it's wired for scarcity, it's wired to be efficient, most of all. The prefrontal cortex is the most energy sucking part of the brain. It takes a lot of energy to use the prefrontal cortex, right? So when you are tired and you're hungry and maybe you started the diet, your habit brain is gonna come in and it's gonna do its thing because here's what you have to understand. The way your brain is wired is through neural pathways. And the more we use a particular neural pathway, the slicker and faster it gets. So that the brain loves that because it's fast and quick and it can just do what it needs to do, right? But when you're creating a new neural pathway, which you can do, by the way, and that's why the brain is awesome and your, your ally, because you can rewire it, it's like waist high grass. You have to stop down and keep walking over that until you get an ingrained pattern in that new neural pathway which takes practice. So, so that, that prefrontal cortex is there to help, but it's so easy to go back to the, the hardwired brain, not to mention it's not just habits you've hardwired in, your brain, you were born with hardwired patterns, mainly the patterns to keep you safe and not do anything that can keep, put you in harm, which is change things. So so let me just pause this part in the program and say, can we all just give ourselves a big, huge fucking break instead of doing the stupid shit we do every January, which is I'm going to change my whole life in one day. Doesn't happen. Beat ourselves up, rinse and repeat. We are wired to stay the same. The brain is efficient. We are wired to do the things we've always done. We are wired to not change. So let's just give ourselves a break. You are working against your brain wiring when you're trying to do something new. That's what I really want you to get when we're talking about brain wiring. Now, you overcome your brain wiring by creating new neural pathways. So as I said, that is harder to do it takes the prefrontal cortex, it takes practice, but here's what I really want, to, want you to get about this. It's not about 
creating new neural pathways so you get more shit done. Okay, remember time isn't uh, just for doing things. It's, it's, it's about creating new neural pathways to create a life that you love and a life of your dreams. Because here, here's the thing about the brain. The brain doesn't want to change, but it certainly doesn't want to change to do more shit you don't want to do. Like, why would it do that? It's like, oh, we already are overwhelmed and overburdened. Oh, you want me to be more overwhelmed and overburdened? No, it's not going to do that. It's not going to want to do that. I mean, why are y'all clamoring to do shit you don't want to do? I mean, that's why you're buying the books and doing the things. How can I get more shoved into my life and be efficient about it? I'm going to suggest you're going about this the entirely wrong way. Let's stop doing the things we don't want to do. When you stop doing things you do not want to do, you no longer have a time management problem. I should have put that on a slide. Let me say it again. When you stop doing things you don't want to do, you no longer have a time management pro problem. Why? Because now you're focused on what you are uniquely suited to do and what you love. So that really brings me to, to what, we're, what we're handling in the crew right now, this whole Q1 in the H2H crew. I'll tell you how to join the crew at the end um, is about your zone of genius. And so there's really four zones. If you've never heard this concept before, it's by Kay Hendricks in his book, The Big Leap. Um, but it's a, it's a fantastic uh, concept. And I, I did a podcast on it. So for those of you who are not in the crew, you can go listen to the podcast. I've actually done two on it. And so here's the basic gist. Your zone of incompetence are things that you are not good at doing, right? You're just not good at doing those things. Your zone of competence are things that you're good at doing, but anybody else could do them as well right? It's not, there's nothing special about you doing them. Someone else could do them. You can do them all the things. Your zone of excellence is where you are really good. Like that's things you are really good at, but your zone of genius are things that you do that you are uniquely suited to do and that you love, which means that the most dangerous zone is the zone of excellence. This is where most of you get stuck because most of you, having been through law school, being where you are today, are really good at a lot of things. So your zone of excellence, you keep playing in that zone because you're really good. And it's a comfort zone. That, that is your comfort zone right there, right? Nobody likes to be doing incompetence things. That's uncomfortable. And zone of competence, it's either near, near or there. The two uncomfortable zones are zone of incompetence and zone of genius. Why? Because it takes a big leap to get into your zone of genius and start saying no to things you're really good doing, to say yes to the things you are awesome at and that you are uniquely suited to do. Let me give you an example. I am really good at corporate training. I am hilarious, as you might have imagined. I tell the jokes. I have the stories. It's super practical. I have this training called Cats and Dogs that I did for years that people still talk about to this day. That is in my zone of excellence. I'm really good at it. You know where my zone of genius is? Is working with y'all, not just lawyers, but plaintiff lawyers, not just plaintiff lawyers, plaintiff lawyers that go to trial, not just plaintiff lawyers that go to trial, but those who are willing to look at the mindset aspect. Like I'm super narrow. And when I'm in that space, my zone of genius in that space is to take super complex things and make them simple or super ethereal concepts and make them really practical. 
that's where I'm really, really good. Now notice how narrow that is, which means that when people call for corporate training, which they did for years, not so much anymore now that I'm totally working with lawyers, I had to say no. And I was like, mm, but the money, but that is what allowed me to have the success that I have now. Because when I started playing in my zone of genius, about 70% of the time, I'm probably more now around 80 or 90. That is when the evidence showed up. See, this is what we think. We think I've got to have the evidence first, and then I can make the leap into my zone of genius. That's not how it works. You have to leap into your zone of genius and then get the evidence that that was the right decision. That's true of everything. In fact, I'm going to do a podcast on this because somebody posted in um, the Facebook group a quote that I just like freaking loved. I'm going to do a podcast on it, which is ready is a decision, not a feeling. Write that down. That's a good one, isn't it? Ready is a decision, not a feeling. When you really want to start living the life of your dreams, you got to make some tough decisions. You got to say no to some things. Like so many of you, for example, are not loving your lives. And I know this because I coach you and, and we talk about it in, in the H2H crew because you have so many cases, right? And the reason you have so many cases is because money, right? You're like, I got to have all these cases so that I can be settling them and like, you know, make sure the money's coming in. So I don't have to shut the doors. I can make payroll. I get it. I told, I've been there, not as a lawyer, but as a business owner. But what would happen if your gift was litigation, for example, that you said, I'm going to take 10 big cases a year and you put all your time and energy in those cases and you went and you won the eight figure verdicts that they all deserved. You would be happier. Your clients would be happier and you would probably make more money than you ever seen in your life. Because you're in your zone of excellence, that's really easy to settle things. And I'm really good at this. And I'm really good at that. You keep telling yourself these stories. I'm not saying that your zone of genius is, is, is going to trial. I'm assuming it is because you're here and I speak to a very select group of people. But I just ask yourself that question. Where am I playing in my zone of excellence? In fact, take a moment right now. Take a piece of paper and write these four zones. And I want you to put some things just in your current life. What are you doing right now that you should not fucking be doing at all? Like you're bad at it and you just need to stop and hire that out. Put that in your zone of incompetence. I'm gonna give you a few minutes. What are some things that you are really not good at? And then what are some things that you're, you're good at but other people could do it too? That would be your zone of competence. Write some things there. And here's the danger zone. What are the things you're really good at? Like my example, like I, I was working with a client. I'm like, okay, what are you really good at? He's like depositions. I'm like, okay, is that in your zone of excellence or zone of genius? He's like, I don't know. I said, do you love doing depositions? Does it feel like it just time flies? He's like, oh, hell no. I'm like, not your zone of genius. You're really good at it, but you don't love it. It's not like, oh my gosh, I like live to see day. Client yesterday loves depositions. Totally sweet spot for him. Great, that's in his zone of genius. 
Now, again, your brain, I'm going to keep having you manage your brain here is going to have all kinds of things to say. I'm, I'm noticing Amy's comment here. You know, I keep telling myself that I can't afford to hire staff, Amy and everyone else. You cannot afford to not hire staff. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I have never, ever done anything in my business when I could afford it. All the things that I did, I could not afford. All of them. First office space, first assistant, first raises that I gave to people. Right now, we're going to double our team this year. I don't have money sitting in the bank for that. You have to, again, you have to, you have to act and then you get evidence, act and then evidence. We keep waiting for evidence. So before we act, you have to act first. I cannot, I cannot stress this enough. You've got to believe, this is my word, leap for the year. You've got to believe that when you leap, that that evidence is going to meet you because it fucking will. It will. The universe, God, whatever, rises up when action happens. And in fact, we're going to be talking about hiring staff in this uh, quarter. So if you're not in the crew, we open next week and you will have access to not only the Zone of Genius training that I did in January, but the Zone of Genius training I'm doing in February and March, plus the last two years of trainings we've had in, in, in the crew. A lot of people don't do that. They're like, when you join, you get that, you get everything. You get everything. And so one of the things we're going to be talking about is when you hire people, because I know this is a big deal for so many of you, you hire them to produce results for you. So instead of me thinking, because we're going to be hiring a marketing person, uh, and I'm going a little off, off topic here, but you know, can I afford a marketing person? <laughs> I think the results the marketing person is going to be required to do is to get this much in revenue coming in the door. So therefore I can totally hire a marketing person because they're going to get these results for me. So if you hire somebody, Amy or whoever else, you say, these are the results this person's going to get for me. And then I'm going to bring in these other results. Kevin and I are thinking of hiring a household manager, 20 hours a week to grocery shop, prep dinner, run some laundry, run some errands. And of course my saboteur stuff comes up like, oh my God, like it's like so bougie. But you know what that's going to be able to allow me to do? It's going to allow me to be in my zone of genius, making a shit ton of money because I'm not have to worry about some of that stuff. Can I afford a household manager? I have no idea. Probably not. I'm going to hire them anyway because I know that when I do, the evidence is going to show up. That's how I've always operated. It's never failed me, not once. All right, what's your zone of genius? This, this is, again, where the two things come together, whereas these are things that I'm uniquely suited to do, not just depositions, but I'm really good at depositions because what I do in there is this, or I'm really good at cross-exam because I have this, this art that I do this. I'm really good at teaching, right? So it's what you're really uniquely suited to do and you love doing it. That's where your zone of genius happens. That's where you get, to, where, where this really gets good. So what's your zone of genius? That's what I want you asking yourself because you need to now commit to spending 70% of your time or more in your zone of genius because I fully believe that that is what you were meant to do. Really live in to your gifts. So what's your zone of genius? Now, here's the problem. And Gay talks about this in his book. It's wonderful. Get the book if you don't already have it. 
we have a limited tolerance for feeling good, right? So you're going to, one of the reasons you don't make your leap is because when something, when, when we make a leap into a, a newer, you know, revenue bracket, or we're making more money than we've ever made before, or we have a brand new relationship, or we just bought a brand new house, whatever it is, we will do something to sabotage ourselves. This again is your brain is an asshole because your brain sees that as change. Even if it's good change, your brain sees it as change and that's uncomfortable and it doesn't know how to be in that space. So it creates this, this problem where we fuck it up, right? We just had a, uh, bought our, our dream house a minute right now. It's, you know, nearly 5,000 square feet, five bedrooms, an office, a bathroom, the size of Christy's apartment. Cause she told me that when she came over and it's our dream house. So we were, you know, two or three months in and Kevin's down, he's got his own room. You should see it. I mean, that movie posters and it's drum set is in there and all of his records and big, he ordered a big 65 inch TV with two pottery barn leather chairs. And he's putting the TV in the wall, hits a pipe, water goes everywhere, completely floods our, our, our basement. Am I thinking that Kevin was thinking, I don't deserve this? No, but under, under, underneath, he had hit his upper limit. And we all do this on some level. If I were to ask you right now, what is the amount of money that you don't, you can't even conceive of making? There's your upper limit. That's your upper limit. We all have an upper limit problem. We need to practice feeling good which is what the opposite of what most of us do in January, is it not? We make ourselves feel bad. So of course we don't change because we don't, we don't ever let ourselves be in that space. It's kind of the same concept of when I talk about how to own your number at trial, you got to get so comfortable with that number or you'll never be able to communicate it to jurors. It's like in the dram shop case, I talk about all the time, hundred million dollar ask. All week as we were preparing that case, it was, you know, you look like a hundred million bucks, the hundred million degrees outside. We just kept saying the word hundred million, hundred million, hundred million. Why? We wanted to get so comfortable with that. You got to get so comfortable with living the life of your dreams. If not, your brain's going to come in and it's going to sabotage it. It's going to get, see, you shouldn't have done this because now so-and-so is upset in your office that you gave them this thing that you used to do. See, now you took on all this debt. Boy, that's really not going to work out. You got to practice wanting and being willing to have it now, even just in your brain. You see how all of this has nothing to do with time? Otherwise, we're just shuffling things around. We're just shuffling paper around on a desk when we're, when we're dealing with time. If you don't get this part right, when you get clear on what you want and what your zone of genius is, and, and you're, you're aware that as you start moving there, that you're going to have this upper limit problem, then we can start talking about how you want to manage your time. But otherwise, it's just, it's just moving pieces all around on a, on a chessboard. Pointless. I can do anything for you. Now, here's the big kicker for all of this, is that you have to understand that self-compassion is the key to everything. In tomorrow's, Friday's podcast, I talk about one of the other things that we say quite a bit in From Hostage to Hero, one of our creeds is we're gonna love ourselves to better lives. 
what is the fuel that you are using to create change in your life? For most of you, it's not love. For most of you, it's doubt. It's beating yourself up. It's hate. It's fear, right? I just talked to my coach. I was like, okay, I really want to get healthy this year. And I'm just having really like trouble. And I, I know all this stuff. I'm a mindset coach. Like what's going on? You know what we found? My fuel for getting healthy this year was fear. Why? I got to get healthy. I got to stop drinking. It's got to stay, you know, eating the red meat. Why? Because the cancer is going to come back. Nobody wants to operate from that place. I need to change that fuel to my God, my body's been through so much this last year. I want to love it back to health gently and with self-compassion. And this is where a lot of you like tune out because you have this weird ass. I see this a lot in lawyers, weird ass belief that if you're not beating yourself up, then you're, you're not going to like get where you want to go. I'm telling you that the brain science is not supporting you on that. And I know y'all love brain science. It doesn't support that at all. I mean, think about it when your brain is wired to keep you safe. If you yourself are beating yourself up, meaning you're making a hostile environment yourself in your brain, it's going to stay there. But if you instead make your, the inside of your head, a safe place to be, the brain calms the fuck down. It's no longer in danger because why now we don't need the money. Now we don't need the verdict. Now we don't need the accolades. Now we don't need the compliments. We create our own safety. We've got our own back. We're going to, we're going to love ourselves to better lives. So when I get on the scale this morning and it's higher instead of lower, I don't go, what the fuck? Sorry. What are you doing? I go, we're going to get there. We're going to figure this out. We've got this. Sorry. That's how I talk to myself now. I never used to talk to myself that way. And you know what? I'm like, totally, I, I believe that's what made the cancer go away. I believe that's what's going to keep the cancer away. Cause I am, I, I told a client this the other day, I said, there are plenty of people in the world that are not going to like, sorry, Delmont. I'm not going to be one of them. I refuse to be one of them. And I invite you to have the same thing in your life. You got to love yourself. If you want to change right now, if you, if you want to change anything in your life, you're not going to get there brain science. You're not going to get there by beating yourself up. You're not going to get there by playing it safe. You're not going to get there by waiting for some evidence before you act. See, and that's there. That's right, right there. Listen carefully. Those of you who are still here, which is most of you, that right there is the problem because what it takes to have an extraordinary life is a huge fucking risk for the brain. When you decide to start saying no to shit and moving into your zone of genius, your brain is going to freak the fuck out. That's why most people don't live the lives of their dreams because it takes incredible brain management to be able to do the things to have an extraordinary life. And that's why we focus so much on rewiring your brain and brain management in the crew. Do you learn trial skills? Yes, absolutely you do. But those trial skills are not going to do anything for you if you do not know how to fucking manage your brain, because it's right there. What I just said is what's totally key to this whole process. It's going to take, trial lawyering takes risks. That's why we talk about brain management there too. 
to be an excellent trial lawyer and ride on the floor like Randy McGinn and take the big, the big ass leaps like Rick Freeman. You got to manage your brain. If not, you're not going to do those things because your brain's going to keep trying to pull you down and keep you safe. And that's why time management, fuck that shit. You got to do this first. So here we are going to love ourselves to better lives. It doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to succumb to hustle culture. You can have a life that you love right now. I am testament to that. You know, if this is the last year of my life, I'm telling you, February 4th is my last infusion. I had to have infusions. I had chemo for six rounds. I had two surgery with four with my foot and gallbladder. I had 25 rounds of radiation, uh, uh, five days in a row for five weeks. And I've had a uh, targeted treatment now for a full year. So February 4th is my last. And I'm going to get my port out. My port's right there on February 9th. I'm going to get a little um, emotional here. And on February 9th, I won't have protection. I won't have medicine. I'll just be out there <laughs> floating and it could come back. And I had stage three and I'm a little bit higher percentage, but you know what? Knowing that I'm gonna fucking live now. And I want you to live now. Don't wait. God, let me be the voice of reason. Don't wait. If you don't love your, your life now, you have no idea what's coming down the pike. I hope you don't get a cancer diagnosis. I hope you don't get in a horrible car crash. But man, life just has so many weird ass things that happen. It's a fuck time management. Love your life now. Do the things now. And we are here to help. I hope you get that. This isn't about selling you anything. Everything that I create is to help you. You are my people. I, I say this all the time, whether you're a paying member of the crew or you just listen to my podcast, you guys are the loves of my life. Outside my family, you're the loves of my life. You, you allow me to do my Zeno Genius work. And for that, I just, I love you and I adore you. So here's what we're gonna, here's what I'm gonna tell you. There's nothing wrong with you. Believe it. It's your brain and you can overcome your brain and all success comes with rewiring your brain. Now, if you want more of this, I'm gonna give you two, two things to think about. We do have the brand new Life by Design course. And in that course, the first entire module, thank you, thank you, Lamon, is about figuring out what you want and your love of life. That's the whole first module. Then we talk about how to manage your time. Ha ha, that's the big joke today. This, well, I, I would tell you how to do it with, with months, days, years. And it's all based on putting you first, what you love first, your vacation time in first, all of the things. But we, all of that is bullshit without knowing, designing a life from the inside out. So you can go to fromhostagehero.com and buy the Life by Design course, but don't do it. And here's why I don't want you to do it. <laughs> because it's free if you join the crew, which opens next, next week. So if you want to join the crew, you get to do that next week. And this is in your bonus. So 
whenever I make something, I'm going to be making a trial dialogue course this year. We upload it for the crew and they have it for free. We charge everybody else for it. There is one thing we will never charge for outside and you only have access to, and that's the whole From Hostage to Hero course. If y'all love the book, back in the membership, there is a whole 36 module course on how to do all the things in the book. Not all of them, most of them. So if you're like, crew's not for me, nah, then fine, go buy the, <laughs> go buy by Life by Design. But if you are, are really wanting to change your life and people are like, I don't know, I don't have any trials. Listen, you don't need to have a trial. This is a coaching and consulting program. Sorry, Delamont coaching consultant. If you want a community that's gonna have your back, if you want a place, if you're here and you're in the crew, start posting about how much you love the crew. But if you, if, if you are wanting support to change your brain in all aspects of your life, the crew is the place to do it. And we only open four times a year. And this next week is only a three-day a three open, very, very small. Now, here's the other thing I want you to know about the crew is that we are going to jump the price quite a bit in April because we have been underselling it for about a year and a half now. So I basically have been selling a Mercedes for the cost of, you know, a Corolla all this time. Not only that, we're going to be adding live jurors so you will have access to mock jury on tap every month. If you want to come in and run something through with your, with, with the crew in front of a mock jury, we're going to have that for you. We're adding this month ladies lounge. So there's a whole women's only group in there. That's meeting there are three, at least three crew events every week. You can't possibly do them all. Not to mention thousands of hours of video on the back end of me working with people, teaching and the course. This is the lowest price it will ever be. Again, it will never be $3.97 a month again, ever. When we open in April, it's $5.97 a month. Now, here's the other thing. If you join, you're going to get the book. You don't already have it. You get, you're going to get it either way. You get it for free and you can quit at any time. So if you're like, this is bullshit, I hate you. Great. You don't have to, you don't have to stay. There's no long-term commitment. Now we are offering an annual membership that gets you a month free. So if you buy that, of course, you'll have to be in for a month, a year, but otherwise you can come in and check it out. It is the best group in the world. These people are awesome that are in there. So here's when we open next week, 26 to 28, go to from hostage get on the wait list. And you'll get an email when it opens. And I'm going to stop my share now. And I'm going to show you one other thing, which is the Life by Design um, table of contents. So if you decide to, that you're not going to do that, or you, you are going to join the crew and you'll get this later, here's what the Life by Design course covers. So module one talks about your time dysfunction, a lot more in depth than I went through today. You get a whole values thing. How do you figure out your dream life purpose? People, it's awesome in there and how to build that dream module two. We start getting you ready to prep. We do the, uh, the time map. Oh my God, the time map, I love time maps. And then module three is all about how to actually get it down on paper and digital. And I'll walk you through the whole thing. Again, you can purchase that right now at from hostage to hero.com. But if you're planning to join the crew or if you're in the crew, Crew members, please stop buying it. You get it for free because you have to keep refunding you and you keep buying it. Um, you will get it for free along with anything else I ever, ever make. We always upload that to the crew for free.
So at this time, what questions do you have? What questions do you have? Uh, if you're in the Facebook platform, you can post them there and Christy will grab them. If you're here in the webinar, please put them in the q and I can see them a little bit easier there. But um, I hope that this hit the way I wanted it to hit, which is stop waiting, man. Have your life now. And once you get that clear, we got a course to help you figure it out and put it on paper, but that is the big thing you need to have first. So I'm here for questions about, um, so is that correct? Life by Design is available to no additional card to current crew members. Yeah, so it's 397 to buy it, Sophia, but it's 497 to join the crew. <laughs> so even if you were just in the crew for a month, you'd get all the stuff in the crew, plus you'd have access to that course. Now, when you when you leave, you know, you don't, your access is, is um, gone. Oh, Sophia, yeah, so she's in the crew, yep. If you don't see it in your bonus, um, of course you are, Sophia, I knew that. Um, in your bonus courses, talk to Christy. She's, she's got it back there. Thank you that my hair looks like fire. Appreciate that. What else, what questions do you have? about the crew, about the course, about time management. Everyone always asks me about my post-it notes. That's really what started. I use post-it notes and a big paper planner to do my yearly planning. And there's a reason for that. And I go into all of that into the Life by Design course. We talk about the post-its that so many of you have heard me talk about. So if you wanna know what the hell is, sorry, doing a post-it. And people love the post-its. They're like, oh my God, this is revolutionary for planning. So get the course if you want to know about the post-its. What else? Q&A, okay, I see some in here. All right. Um, is Life by Design part of the crew? Yes, so that's, Laura, that is in your bonus courses there. So when you join the crew, what um, you will have access to are a couple things. So you will have access to our uh, membership portal. And in the portal is um, all of the, previous trainings. You're going to get the zone of genius training. You're going to get the trial dialogue training. You're going to get um, saboteur, inner leader, courtroom leader. I mean, there's so many things we've done in the crew. Resonant conversations. Just You can go. It's like Netflix of sorry. It would take you years to get through all the information in there. All the recordings that we've done, all the water circles, all the things. You will also then have access to our private Facebook group. And then in your bonus courses, you will have the life by design course. But also within that portal is the From Hostage Hero course. You get two courses just showing up right now. I'll keep adding. Eventually we'll have eight, nine, 10 courses in there. Um, in addition, then the 20th of every month, we upload the, or we, we, Christy announces, seats are open. We call them hot seats. So you can join a voir dire circle and be a hot seater where I work with you on voir dire. You can join a nonverbal coaching where I work with you on opening. You can join a crew, I'm sorry, a, a case workshop where I work with you on um, part of your case. Uh, we have coach June who's doing opening learning labs. If you want to learn my method, you come in with a case and he'll walk you through it. Coach June also does Wadir Learning Lab. If you want to learn my process for Wadir, he's going to walk you through it. Now we've got Coach um, Sidia, who has Ladies Hour, Ladies Lounge, where you just talk about what it's like to be a lady lawyer. It's going to be awesome. And we're bringing in a brand new coach, Coach Jody, who probably will be taking another case workshop as that is a very popular um, thing in our crew. That, in addition to live training every month, we have guest webinars, Randy McGinn, David Ball, Keith Mitnick. I mean, it's just, we have so much fun back there. Oh my God. 
Okay, so hopefully I, I answered that. Keep the uh, questions coming. All right, so what is the most important first step to take to be productive and efficient? Um, well, know why you're being productive and efficient, right? So I can tell you, and you could even right now go buy the course and learn how to, to get all the things on paper. But if you look at all the things that you have on paper and you don't wanna do any of them, that's the problem. So the first step is why am I doing the things on my list in the first place? We walk you through that. It's one of the pieces in the Life by Design course. You put together a whole to-do list. We, we teach you how to get rid of your to-do list, by the way. And then you have to go down that whole list and go, what things on this list are have-tos? And then when you identify the have-tos, you don't get to do them anymore. You have to delete them or delegate them. And then you're just left with want-tos. And then you start planning that. So the very first important step is figuring out what you want to be spending your time on. That's, the, that's where we live our life. How we spend our time is how we live our life. So if you are constantly doing things that you don't want to do, stop that shit. That's the number one thing. Once you have that in place, ah, then I can start playing. And when we teach you the time map in the Life by Design course, the first thing I have you put in is all the things you want to be doing. Then you're left with this, this little open spot. I, I walk you through on my computer where, what mine looks like. And I go, this is what's left for work. Well, this little bit. By the way, I only work 32 hours a week. 32 hours. I make more money than I've ever made in my life. Now, it's not because I make more money that I can work 32 hours a week. It's not until I said I'm only working 32 hours a week that I started making more money. Why? Because I had to get real focused real quick and in my zone of genius. And once I did that, boom, my business took off. Other questions, other questions. Okay. You can go to fromhostagehero.com and get Life by Design right now if you're cho choosing not to join the crew. If you're gonna join the crew, this is your chance to do it. Last time ever, it will be under $500 a month. And uh, you can do monthly or you can do it annual and get a whole month free. And Amy's joining, yay. Okay, awesome. And as long as you stay in, you get that price. So it's not like in April when it goes to 597, you're gonna start paying that. There are people right now, our founders who are paying pennies, right? Because when we first launched, we didn't have anything. We said, hey, if you, if you, if you join now, you're gonna have this price for the rest of your life. Same with you. If it goes up to $1,000 a month, you're gonna be paying 397 the rest of your life. That's my promise. Uh, everything I put in there, you get for free. You never have to buy anything else from me unless you want to work with me one-on-one -on -one or work, take one of our small group programs. As far as my, my content, you get all of it in there because we love our crew. All right, join next week. I love you. I love you, my friends. I love you, my darlings. You are the loves of my life. And please commit today to fucking time management and getting started on living the life of your dreams. Love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you benefited from what we talked about or just want to let me know you enjoy the podcast, go ahead and leave me a review on whichever platform you use to listen to From Hostage to Hero. Add a comment and I just might give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. In the meantime, head over to fromhostagetohero.com to order your copy of my book, From Hostage to Hero, Captivate the Jury by Setting Them Free. And to get on my mailing list, I send out trial tips and encouragement right to your inbox every single week. And while you're there, make sure you join the waitlist to become an H2H crew member when we reopen. 
We only open a few times each year and you do not want to miss out. I look forward to our time together in next week's episode. Talk then.